When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. Did you see that Curtis Lewa screenshot I sent you? Oh, yeah. I love it. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the most <laughs> wonderful Curtis of the Sliwa. It's like those videos of dogs frolicking in the snow, only it's Curtis Lewa. Yeah. He loves the snow. He loves a good old snowy New York day. Yeah, to like wash all the filth off of the street. Off his beret. Do you think his beret is, is like does what rock salt does, where as soon as the snow hits it, it melts? I don't think the problem is a white thing. I don't think a white thing melts when it hits that beret. Okay. okay. That, beret is, that beret is perfectly fine with white things. pitch a game show that uh now that earwolf is basically like a um a garage sale where it's like take all the snowball mics you can fit in a tote bag um should we pitch shows that nobody wants like uh here's a quiz show called would this piss off bernie gets <laughs> and he's just sitting there and you're not sure how he's feeling oh i just thought it was it would be like marmaduke and you'd like buzz in and be like no but how do you know whether it pisses him off? Oh, yeah, we would have to. Well, I think he's under contract at Earwolf anyway. Oh, as he says at the end. Sure. You hear the gunshots and the, the wolf's dead. Well, I'm so glad that we're entering. We're starting this. First of all, hi, it's Double Threat. This is Julie. And my friend over here is named, but is goes by the name Tom. of. And Tom, we are. Me thrilled to start the show with an obscure reference to two New Yorkers who are dirtbags no one's ever heard of because Brett are, were we in Vulture recently uh as a matter of fact we were Vulture okay. uh, uh select us as one of the top 10 comedy podcasts okay. of, tw- of 2020 and they made a point of saying that we talk about shit nobody knows anything about right sure yes. they they zeroed in on our Oya Kodar references <laughs> As a, as they kind of had us dead to rights on that one. Is Oya Kodar in Mank? And if so, and if not, why not? I don't know. I I, I did not watch Mank yet. Me neither. Did you, Brett? I did. I don't, I don't remember an Oya Kodar uh, appearance. Uh, okay. uh, Wells himself is pretty pretty background in the whole thing. It's almost like a yeah Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead uh, right. version of the story. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I only know of that. I'm not smart. I never, I never read it. I know it's a play, and I know it's like Shakespeare related. Is that fair? Is it like actors backstage at a Shakespeare? It's a retelling of Hamlet in which Hamlet is like a background character. Uh, oh. So it's like so oh. Hamlet, Hamlet only appears like kind of like you know in very small uh, appearances. The Bard, yeah. 
The bad. The the bard, yes. The bard. The master. The master. I tend to focus on the masters with the things I like. Mm. I like the bard. Mm -hmm. I like chaplain. Yes. You like chapstick? I like chapstick. When I, I like ch- when when I'm just feeling a little down and I need a laugh, I usually put on a the kid, a, cha- a cha- the kid, or yeah. or uh, the Gold Rush, or one uh, of his other masterworks. Mm. And then usually, I all I think about is just like everybody from the from the grip. To the person making sandwiches, they're all dead. <laughs> they all. <laughs> there is literally not one human involved in this project still drawing air, and that's then. That's what I think about. Well, it, maybe it his gives me perspective. But didn't he marry like a twelve-year-old? She could still be alive somewhere. Yeah, but she's not in. She's, is that what the kid's about? It was the Dane Cook of his time. But yeah. instead of the shocker, he made the clock. Or, no, that was Buster <laughs> Keaton. Remember when he hung off of the clock? I think it was or Harold was that someone Lloyd. else? Oh, and boy, oh, boy. My old comedy is not, is, is a little rusty. Harold Lloyd hung off the clock. Mm-hmm. Hickory dickory dock. Harold Lloyd hung duck. off the clock. So I'm walking down. On the Paramount lot, and I see this guy hanging off a clock, and he's he's like, like, Help me, help me. I don't know what I'm gonna do when the minute hand gets to the four, I'm gonna slip. Brett, do you want to talk about more things? Because I'll say right now in my Instagram comments, people are starting to ask me, Did Brett put you up to this? and I'm beginning to answer yes. Because I need to be honest with people. And I'll tell you right now, also, we have a list coming up where there's going to be objects on it. And I was thinking, I'll, Brett made, I'll bet Brett made his own list. And it's all merch. Tom, did you think of that? I saw a different side of Brett on last week's episode. When Me he, when, too. When we realized he had that email ready to go to the guy from T Public. Yeah. To just say, like, don't mind the animals at the zoo. Yeah, yeah, they're idiots. They like you. I saw a different side, and I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't. It. Uh, he was just like, yeah, don't mind them. The, they, he apologized for us before we were even done. And, we were even and done. also, he wasn't... Was, Brett, do you feel like you were able to fully listen to the conversation when you were tippy-typing away and you're... Uh, you know, postscript um, apology note. Yeah, I think you know it's multitasking is part of the job. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, there's always uh, the inner workings of the of the machine. You know, there's the outside that everybody sees, but there's always you know there always needs to be sure. a behind behind the scenes. Oh level yeah, to everything game within the game. I will say, in terms of merch and hawking it, and by the way, I got some. Some merchant, some double threat merchant. It's terrific. It's very high quality. That Jerry from T Public uh, can no, both I, tell a story and make a T-shirt. I'll tell you that. Yes, what Tom? I was just gonna say, Brett's doing this whole thing. Oh, Jerry, don't be mad at a, don't be mad at me, Jerry. They're just joking around, Jerry. They're just kidding around. It was a thrill of Jerry's life being on the thing, yeah. telling that story. Yeah, Jerry's probably sent Brett a thank you every day this week. Yeah. How many times do you think Jerry is now? 
Hey, you guys hear the new uh, double threat? I'm on it. Yeah, I tell my Iggy Pop story. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, they had me on. And I mean, while Brett's like, oh, don't worry, Jerry. Jerry, please don't take it. It's like he's, he's talking to Jerry Langford. I thought. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. It's like, Jerry, please, please. Yeah. I will yeah. say to, to confirm that story, I did get um, uh, unsolicited. I got submissions from uh, T Public. T Public has like an in-house designer, and they mm-hmm. sent me. Uh, des- <laughs> they they sent me designs for I Hate Jerry T-shirts. Really? Can we look <laughs> at them? I want to <laughs> yeah. see them right now because I, I was gonna I was gonna admonish our listeners for not coming up with any portraits of jerry did we publish what he looks like or is that not is that what like is forever dog not allowed to legally do that or something i think it's okay by the time this episode comes out we i will have posted we'll it on all be twi- dead on twitter yeah and we'll also all mm-hmm. be dead but i will mm-hmm. have put that on twitter um so you can check that out uh yeah let me pull these up for you real quick okay so so we got we've got some designs from t public's in-house design staff, but I don't see any portraits of Jerry on these designs. Yeah, I know. I I think these don't hold a candle to what our listeners do. So I'm I'm gonna put this out to our listeners. Ooh, shots fired at the graphic design department over at T Public. I think we're gonna have to write an email now, Julie. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. Brett was just joking around. Yeah. When he when he, he took a shot at you guys said you don't hold he, a candle to the he listeners. He only does that when he likes people. Cuz that was the other yeah. thing. He really did make it seem like we were animals. Yeah, it made it, it like, seem like we're dogs, it's like, like two the, dogs. Oh, the, the dog only ate your shoes because that's cuz he likes the way you smell. Look, Julie, we know the score now. We know what forever dog how forever dog sees us. They see us as forever dogs. We're forever dogs. Because we will forever be seen as dogs by them. Forever dogs. Forever dogs. For ever dogs. Get Rod the Mod in there to do a new uh, forever dog ling- uh, jingle. You know, speaking of merch, you know that piece of shit, Steven Crowder, like the right wing idiot who has, you know, do you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about, Brett? This yeah. guy is like a radio show. Like, his whole thing is it's mug time, right? Mm-hmm. And he will have his followers like lift up their mugs because it's like. Anyway, I just think that's like a brilliant merch thing. Like, why don't we have like it's sticker time? You know what I mean? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yes. You do like some kind of roll call thing that people right. represent with their their double threat merch. Right. Exactly. Like. I don't know if he came up with mug time before he started selling mugs, but either way, I mean, he's got a lot of hate in his heart and he's spreading, He's you know, the information he's spreading is actively killing people and hurting people, but he is, but, but Brett's meanwhile taking notes because he's like, that's a, that's a way to unload merch. Yeah. I get most of my marketing strategies from the far right. I mean, you know, their <laughs> politics are garbage, but they, they can, they can promote the hell out of their them. politics yes. are garbage and they can promote yeah. the hell out of whatever they put asses on. in the seats. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing they put asses in the seats and they put acid in high C in the, in the high C don't drink from that punch bowl. Mm-hmm. That's the electric. That's the electric Kool-Aid. It's the electric Kool-Aid. Alt right. Alt right. Alt right. <laughs> right. That's if like McConaughey voices Pepe in the DreamWorks. Um, That'd be so cool. He pops up at the last second, like, like 
coming to theaters this December. And then mm-hmm. bark in the corner, alt right, alt right, alt right. He's like, feels good, man. Yeah. Do you have hate in your heart? No, it'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> we got to get McConaughey to voice Pepe the Frog. Brett, did you write that down? Yeah, I've got a hashtag McConaughey for Pepe. I'm trying to get that to, uh, <laughs> to trend. It's hard to spell McConaughey. It is so yeah. hard. Do you want to mm-hmm. do a contest who can spell it? Yeah, let's see if we can do it. Okay. So I, I'm pulling up the actual spelling so I can I can verify. So you're not part of the you're not part of the contest. Well, I haven't looked yet. I could be, but somebody's okay. got to verify. I mean, yeah, I'll I'll verify. Definitely not it, but it's okay. Yeah. Uh, neither one is correct. Do you want to oh, reach? Give us wait, wait. Give us one more right, chance. Okay, give right. us one more chance. <laughs> no, now I just wrote McCoffnahay. Hold on, let me try one more time. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Oh, Julie is one letter off. Oh! you i'm not gonna tell you don't show those screenshots to the listeners it's none of their business i mean i i, I did screenshot those i was planning on posting those i thought it was a good it'd be a good post but tom yeah. brett seems yeah. mad no he's mad we call because we flagged him on this whole jerry t public thing mm-hmm. right hey. who knows what who knows what email he's got on his screen right you know, now yeah well you know what else is flagged is his emails is important yeah jerry jerry, jerry they're, they're really going after me jerry Jerry. Jerry, they're really giving me the Jerry. They're giving me the business this week, Jerry. They're getting, they're going after me too hard, Jerry. It's not fair, Jerry. You think they still like me, Jerry? I hate everyone on the network. I hate everyone on the network, Jerry. I hate all the podcasters. Sometimes I wish they'd all die, <laughs> Jerry. Jerry, are you there? <laughs> Jerry, sometimes I wish you and I would just run away, you with your T-shirts, me with my microphones. (laughs) (laughs) And get away from this sick world. I hate these podcasters so much, Jerry. We find out Jerry gave him a fake email. It's like Jerry at... Jerry Jerry. and Jerry. Dot Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, it's gonna bounce back, Brett. That's how my that's why my thing works. It's sending you a it's like CCing you back. That's not a bounce back (laughs) from an invalid email address. That's a receipt. (laughs) That means I got it. (laughs) And then there's a photo, there's like a a couple emails a week where it's just Brett modeling different t-shirts where he's like, and they're just plain t-shirts like this. And, he, and the, the subject header is this one's maroon. And then each file is labeled small, medium or large. <laughs> Jerry, you'll never believe what they did to me on double threat this week. I hate, I hate them so much. I hate <laughs> double threat. I hate treks in the city. I can't tell who I hate more, Tom or Julie. Yeah, I hate all of them. I hate everyone on the network. I wish, I just wish we were doing that head of the class podcast 
episode by episode, what shows do you think people are actively pitching around? Like I was on that show and I could do a re how many of those? Let's think of who's doing that right now. Belvedere is my first thought. Didn't you see what's his name in like a remember Tom? You had that story about seeing Wesley. Yeah. Yeah. You saw Wesley. Wesley. (laughs) And you wanted to say that to him, but you didn't. Because he's getting ready for the pitch of his life. Like I could see he's like he was in like the HBO lobby and, you know, he's just like finally in the room, finally going to get in there. Mm-hmm. Just put your best foot forward, Bryce. And mm-hmm. suddenly some jerk comes up to him, <laughs> Wesley, and just completely distracts him. So I would say that there might be a podcast in that that's going around. Mm-hmm. What else? A Belvedere podcast. I think yeah. Frasier is going to be a huge one. Oh, that yeah. That'll be a cash cow, you mean, as far as like. Yeah. yeah. Like like what's his face is probably pitching one. Uh, DHP, David Hyde yeah. Pierce. Yes. But then you have to deal with the fact that Kelsey Grammer is probably going to want to you know, talk about politics every week. Yeah. It is so funny that he's one of those people that has like that slightly British Mm -hmm. feel, but he's just like, he's just trash. He's just like American trash. And I don't even say that in a bad way. He just is like, he's just an American guy who just acts erudite. Yeah. He probably eats like more Fast food burgers mm-hmm. than yeah. like an average raccoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who eats more? Who eats more Burger King? Kelsey Grammer at the drive through or a raccoon at the dumpster? I speak of raccoons that made me think of hot dogs. And I watched Marnie, the the Alfred Hitchcock movie. The master, Which, of course. Oh, I know. I'm a fan of all the masters. There's a scene where Sean Connery takes Tippy Hendred to like a coffee shop just to be like, what's your problem? You keep pretending that you're other women and you're clearly hiding something and you're stealing money. And he like wants to confront her. And so they're going into this booth and the waitress comes by and Tippy Hedren says, just coffee and a Frank. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the then- most that's the most guaranteed barf inducer imaginable and then sean connery's like i'll have the same and then the waitress leaves like the that's, shame. That's, <laughs> the waitress leaves like that was a normal order everything's yeah. fine like of course that lady wants a fucking hot dog just the idea of imagining alternating bites of a hot dog and a hot cup of coffee <laughs> it, act- it seems so normal to everyone in that movie look maybe during like world war ii rationing times where you're just like yeah that's what you get you got that's that's the bare minimum to keep uh keep your energy up a cup mm-hmm. of mud and a hot dog and a, and a frank long the frank yeah just a cup of coffee and a frank please and she sounded so glamorous doing it if i went into a diner i was like i want a hot dog and some <laughs> coffee please i'd sound like a slobo i'd sound like el slobo excuse me ma'am uh please can't, just so you know you can't use our bathrooms yeah our bathrooms are closed Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here to let you know about our latest episode of Office Hours Live. Office Hours is great fun. With the great John Early and Theta Hamill. Very handsome. Thank you. Thank you. They're here to talk about their new movie, Stress Positions. 
And we just had a wonderful time. There was a lot of laughter and joy. Don't believe me? Well, listen for yourself on the podcast app of your choice. You're not going to want to miss a second. That's at Office Hours Live at the podcast app of your choice. I love Vic and Doug, and I love drinking my wine. I got something fun from uh, last week, a listener submission, if you guys are interested. Um, yes, please. You, um, uh, Tom, you suggested that uh, someone should take uh, the uh, audiobook that we read, uh, that we listened to, uh, Chauffeur's Hole, and put it over the uh, Velvet Underground <laughs> song, The Gift. I'm sorry, wasn't it The Chauffeur's Hole, or was there like, drop the, the it's cleaner moment? <laughs> that was the, yeah, that was their social, uh, that was their social network moment. <laughs> I'm writing a book called The Chauffeur's Hole. Lose the the, and you got something. So, yes, I said last week, based on the the British read that this author was doing for The Chauffeur's Hole, that I would like to hear it over the instrumental track of the Velvet Underground song The Gift, which would replicate John Cale's storytelling uh, over the same music. And... Some intrepid listener went and, uh, and put this together. Yes, this is from listener Don. Uh, Don submitted this, uh, and uh, here we go. Let's listen to it. As the two men shook hands, the detective took note of the dampness of Lord Duffield's palm, the slight tremor in his hand, and the definite bulge in the older man's tweed trousers. When Pinker had departed, Duffield fortified himself with another large tumbler this is of sludge. Yeah. Then he exited the sitting this is room, really walked good. back up the hallway, turned left, and went down the steep staircase that led to the servants' quarters. This rock. Duffield I walked love it. down the narrow, darkened corridor to the last door on the All right, right. Brad, you can. He looked back at the desert. That was a, that was great. That, that was, was super cool. Yeah. Thank you, Don. You Don Don. You done did it. <laughs> you done it again. See, this is the other thing I want to say. Everybody, oh, this is a double threat. Oh, there's, they complain and they they moan about this stinks and that sucks. And it's like, yeah, sure, of course we do that. But we do more than that. We love things here too. Right. It's a thin line between love and hate. And in that spirit, we decided to put our own version of a best of 2020 list together. And look back and say, these are things and experiences from the last year that we consider to be the best. Yes. And look, it's been some pretty thin soup this year. We know that. We were here for it also. It's been a hard time. We know everything's been uh, troubling. Topsy-turvy. Yeah. Higgledy-piggledy. Turning turtle. Turning, t- wait, Turning Turtle, what's that? Well, it was in the new Mary Poppins movie. This is not the, uh, this is not a right, reference. You, do you mind playing Turning Turtle? It's not a reference to what? To the Master of Disguise, to Dana Carvey as the turtle. Oh, no, Pistachio Disguisey? Yes. Do you know, you know the turtle character? I do. Do you know when they shot that? <laughs> when? 9-11? On literally on 9-11. Are you serious? He was dressed in that turtle no costume. No way. Are you serious? Brett, Is that true? Brett, you search it. 
Well, well search it, it search it while you're playing Turning Turtle from Mary Poppins Returns. On a Thursday, All right, I regret you asking you to play this. Yeah, I said there's I, I said that one out. That you bring the scene at the Turtle Club happened to be filming on September 11th. Oh my God! Tom, read it, please. But leave the music on. The scene at the Turtle Club happened to be filming on September 11, 2001. When word of the terrorist attacks reached the set, the cast and crew observed a moment of silence. Um, imagine him in that turtle costume crowded around the television imagine him just being like how am i supposed to be funny now in this mm-hmm. thing when i when the world i don't know what's going to happen next right. i got to play the, this stupid the director turtle. is like if you take that makeup off the terrorist win cuz he just wants to make his day yeah the director <laughs> who did that david fincher Darren Aronofsky. They do 80, like David Fincher will ask for like 80 takes of a particular scene. With Master of Disguise, they ask for 80 takes for the entire movie. <laughs> I thought you were going to say 80 takeout menus. Yeah. These David Fincher movies are not for me. I've come to realize. That's, this, but you told me you love Zodiac. I love Zodiac. He did one great movie. Zodiac. He should have had Barry Sobel in it. It would have been oh, a little better. Seven and we'll watch them. I don't like fall. seven. I think seven blows. It's good. It's I think seven trash, blows. but it's good. You think it's boring? I just think it's one of those. Isn't this messed up, man? It is messed up, man. No, I know it's messed up, man. But it's I'm just messed saying. Up, man. But I'm saying it tells you that it's messed up, man. Girls go crazy for a messed up man. So, Brett. Yes. Will you introduce what we're going to do? Because we keep trying to, and then we get distracted by flashy things in our brain. Yeah, we're like little birds in our little bird cages. Tweet, 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 tweet. I found this Milky Way bar, and I'm stupid. I think it's uh, a diamond ring, so I'm going to bring it to my nest. Everywhere you go online these days, there's lists. There's lists everywhere. Everybody's got a list of this, a list of that. Uh, top 10 movies, films, books, podcasts, and, and they're all kind of the same. Uh, and uh, Tom and Julie uh, wanted to do a list that was uh, a very personal list of their uh, uh, favorite 10 Things from 2020 uh, that, that could be uh, things, experiences, moments in time, um, but uh, a, a, a list that is uniquely double threat, uniquely theirs, and, and cannot be replicated by anybody else. Uh, so this is the the most unique best of list of 2020, Tom and Julie's favorite things of the year. Great. And Brett, did you come up with any? Uh, no, I didn't, but I, I, I can I can uh, I can I can do that while you guys are thinking. I can. Brett, yeah. what I really want to know. What's in the bag? Look What's at that weird Amazon bag behind Brett. What's in the bag, Brett? You know what it looks like? It looks like the kind of thing that you'd walk in with a handgun in. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like the end of seven. No, look, when, like, the, the kind of thing. But that, like, like Jeff Bezos sponsors a remake and the, the Amazon Prime guy shows up. What is it? Bro? Ooh, rainbows. Um, I think it's a, a tie-dyed onesie. Oh, why isn't it from T Public? 
you know, I, I don't think they offer them. I don't think they offer onesies, mm. but that's a good I, idea. I'm literally going on tpublic.com right now. Come on, Jerry. What are you doing? You don't have tie-dye onesies? Guys. Hey, Jerry, don't take it personally. They were joking about the tie-dyed onesie. If you want to sell them, that's your, that's, that's very nice. That's cute. What are you playing wavy gravy in a <laughs> biopic? Check. <laughs> well, we don't know where Brett's going on vacation. No, he's going on. I think he's us. going to play. I think he's going to star in a wavy gravy movie. <laughs> he's going to play wavy gravy. Forever Dog Pictures <laughs> presents. From the guys that brought you. A bunch of podcasts. Brett is wavy gravy. Yeah. Brett, look at the chat. Oh, these are baby onesies. We we actually do sell these. You can get a double thread baby onesies uh, with some of our designs. So you're talking about a unitard. You got a unitard in the mail. Is that a unitard? Okay, yeah. It's like a full, like a long johns is what I, I guess okay. I would have called it. Why, why do you have that, Brett? Um, I, I, my uh, my wife Amy ordered it uh, for herself. For, uh, we're uh, okay. going to a slightly cold weather location for a couple days. Uh, See, this is what we don't safe know. Safe traveling, um, though. and uh, This just, is what we don't know. So uh, she got it for the... Uh, yeah. Everything's all on Amy. You know what I think okay. Brett's going to do? Mm. I think him and some of his podcasting cohorts are going to hijack one of these vaccine trucks <laughs> what if to get an early dose of coronavirus vaccine yeah you had to no joke mm-hmm. and this goes for brett as well you had to go look at your cat right in the face and just for five minutes just be like you're the dumbest cat i ever saw in my life <laughs> oh, i'd be Happily, happily do that. But like seriously be like, I can't stand you <laughs> for like five minutes. Can I use a, what do I have to use that tone of voice or can I use a. No, no, you can't sweeten it up. Okay. Okay. And this is the cat fixer talking right now. <laughs> Where's the cat fixer? Where's cat fixer Where's merchandise? Where's the cat fixer merch where we have Tom yeah. say and saying, I'm going to throw you in the woods. Yeah. I'm going to throw you in the woods. Oh, you're clawing the couch. Great. Guess you know where there's no couch, the woods. So let's do our lists. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody likes Cat Fixer. I now, like got, Cat Fixer. We got a lot, of, a lot of positive comments about Cat Fixer. Send those Cat Fixer merch designs to <laughs> doublethreadpod at gmail.com. We also had people wanting some Broadway Stinkers merch, so maybe that'll show up. Oh, there's a lot of demand for Broadway Stinkers, like yeah. playbills or... Hey Jerry, I know they're really uh they're really looking for this Broadway Stinkers merchandise. I wonder if you could I you know, I know we're going on this this getaway together. <laughs> do you think it's do you think it's Brett and Jerry? Yeah. On this getaway? Yeah, there's probably two onesies in that Amazon bag. Yeah. And one is Jerry size. And then for for Brett's better <laughs> half, it'll be a nunsy. I was going to say I don't know if Amy's making this trip. No, I think this is a Brent and Jer. I, I think this is a B and G. No, Cat Fixer is the kind of thing I feel like Forever Dog needs their their to expand the empire to put and their I brand say on Fixer. an atrocity. Oh, yeah, or that Cat yeah. Fixer would be a good thing, like like Forever Dog Entertainment. Like if they have that that like that 
multimedia or uh, uh, umbrella. Mm-hmm. We're just like that's when that's when we know we're in trouble, Julie. When Brett's yeah. just when we read something, and Brett says, "Well, podcasting is part of what we do here." Like we look at ourselves as like kind of a multi-tiered uh, entertainment distributor. Yeah, and we're doomed. We got to hit the ejector seat. Yeah. But it's not going to happen because Forever Dog is, uh, they got that thing figured out. I see these other networks. Earwolf, Earwolf, I'm planning on going over there. I wait, wait for that yard sale six yeah, months see, from like, now. All these old jackets that Con- leather jackets Conan threw out because they started to become distressed. Yeah. And he likes them. <laughs> he likes he, them crisp and shiny. Yes. <laughs> what if we start a project to recycle Conan's old leather jackets into footballs? And throw them at him. <laughs> All right. So it's a top. It's the 2020 list. All right. So what do what do we got? What do you have, Julie? Ten. Figuring out not to microwave the paper cup that the coffee comes in because then it gets burned and you smell burning paper. And you put it in a mug and then you microwave it. So that's my ten top experience from this year. That was number 10 for you. Yeah. Is that bad? No, that's a pretty good one. For me, I would have uh, the little cans of espresso, Starbucks cans of espresso. Okay. I've come to become quite a fan of those. Okay. Because coffee shops and that experience is off the table. Yep. Nine. Towels. Okay, towels. Yeah. Just towels. Yeah. Okay. I like big ones, small ones. I wrap up my body when I am wet. What's your number nine thing, Tom? Febreze. (laughs) I have to say, we're on the same page with this because I had to like limit a lot of cleaning products. I was like, I'm going to include too many cleaning products on this list. Mm-hmm. This year has turned us all into like Stepford wives who are like, I love Murphy's oil soap. So I'm going to say Murphy's oil soap. That's number eight for you. Eight. I was going to say that well, one vacuum cleaner that's my, that's the favorite of my five. But because Julie, here's the thing five. about Julie that you guys <laughs> might not know. She loves vacuuming. She loves vacuums. I don't love She has 14 yeah. vacuum cleaners. I have cleaners. five and I want a Roomba, but I don't think this, it's in the cards this year. I'm going to say you got to see what that Hanukkah moose brings oh, you. Oh, the mitzvah moose. The mitzvah moose. So, so you put Murphy's oil. Murphy's oil soap slash my favorite of the vacuum cleaners, which is. Well, I don't need sure. to say which one it is because we're not getting paid. So none of your business, unless you really want to know. And I'll tell you. I'll say for me, number eight was the moment I bought the Zoom recorder in February. Oh, that's a good one. Not the Zoom recorder. The act of getting one when no one wanted them a month before <laughs> everyone on earth wanted one. Yep. And I went to the store and I was like, do you have this H6 Zoom recorder? And they're like. Yeah, I think so. And they're just like, they dusted a one off and they're just like, 
month later, there's going to be a run like nobody ever saw on those things. So that's number eight to? for me. What are we up to now? Seven. Watching Parasite win. That was a big one. Oh, boy. That was really, that really felt good. I thought to myself, oh, yeah. So take that, 1914. Yeah. Man, I was so glad when that thing didn't win nothing. Did you that see movie, it? That sucked. I walked out of it. I saw it in the theater. I walked out. I miss walking out of movies. It was like watching somebody play a video game. Oof. Number seven for me, George Lucas talk show. Oh, that's so great. It's there every Sunday and it's so I entertaining. Love it. and I love they're it. doing such a great job with it. If you haven't seen it, it's Connor Radliff, Griffin Newman, Patrick Corn 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 Cornfield. Cornfield. Patrick Cornfield and company over on Twitch every Sunday night. Now I feel like no. my list should be more sincere. No, this is a good list. Six. Not um, having to read Deadline and be jealous about people I know constantly who are succeeding and going into production because the whole world was on hold for a minute. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. And just to put this on the record, I'm not happy about Corona. I'm not pro-coronavirus. But in a way, it was nice to have a little time out. Sure. And to not be jealous of everyone doing everything while I felt like I was doing nothing. It made me feel like, oh. No, that was a good experience. It was a good a good reset for, for you. But I'm not in favor of coronavirus. No, of course not. I didn't think you were. And I certainly didn't create it. Number six for me is... Seeing the Impractical Jokers movie in the theater, mm-hmm. not realizing the last times if I might ever see a movie in a public place. Yeah. Five. Food. Okay. You got food. <laughs> um, just in general, just food. I mean, there are so many different things that I was saying that were basically food. Sure. That I decided to just put it under an umbrella. Under one um, big umbrella. Food. Yeah. No, a that ge- makes I like an umbrella made of jelly. For number 5, I have going back into a bookstore. The first time mm-hmm. I went back into a bookstore, even with a mask on and avoiding people and all that stuff, I still was very moved. I'm going to say seeing Borat 2 for the first time. That's a good one. And seeing how good it was and how good it is and being so excited for Jason Wallner, but also just enjoying watching a funny movie and saying, oh, my God, I'm having so much fun watching this funny movie. I agree. And there was something exciting about that we knew about this thing for a year and a half and couldn't tell anybody. Yeah, we had to sign. We had to sign something that said, "If you tell anybody, you owe us half a million dollars." Yeah. And I said, "Hey, make it do. I don't give a shit. I don't got no friends." <laughs> <laughs> I put as number four 
Mm-hmm. The Alan Partridge podcast. Oh, Ironically, okay. it's so funny. Those are bookends with uh, Borad. Mm-hmm. The Alan Partridge podcast is so funny. And the character only gets funnier somehow. Three. I saw frogs. <laughs> I went to Connecticut to my friend Nate and John's house, and they had some frogs ribbiting in their stream and some of them were tadpoles and it was cute that's nice i have that saturday after the election when the when the when the the business came down and then you're out on the street and everybody's honking their horns and dancing in the streets and jumping on cars and having fun it was just such a relief Two. Imagine. <laughs> the song Imagine? <laughs> the video. Was done by the celebrities? <laughs> yeah. Sure. I was watching it like Bill Hader eating popcorn in that gif. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. No, I don't think that's real. As far as it being pleasurable. I'm just trying Mm -hmm. to think of other moments. Well, for me, for number two, I have one and two or kind of could either one could be one or two. Okay. I'll do number two, finishing the book I was working on. Yes. Was big. Actually getting that done is so hard. Absolutely. But it got done. And it comes out in say, 2021. Finishing the, hat, finishing the book. Mm-hmm. Yes, the master, Sondheim. <laughs> right? Another one of the masters. I love the masters. I love Hitch, Chaplin, Sondheim. Marilyn Manson. Mar- yeah. Uh, guy from Power Man 5000. Who's that? They were kind of a new metal band. You'd know them if you heard them. And you, what is what is one of their songs? Brett, can you play a Power Man Five Thousand hit for Julie? Okay. 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 There you go. Bombshell. And that was Bombshell by Power Man 5000. Um, I'll say my next thing, I'll say watching John Daly's Mr. Snowman for the first time. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> can't even tell you how much pleasure that song brings me. So that's number it's one so for you? F- what? That's number that's one? number two. I messed up my list. I started... Okay. I started uh, uh, what's it? Improving, riffing. Sure. So, because yeah. one was Clay, and I'm like, I can't have Clay be on this list. Clay Aiken, mm-hmm. one of the masters. The murder weapon in the movie is kind of like the one in Old Country. It's my favorite song, and my favorite video, my favorite everything. Mr. Curly, 
too. Unbelievable. I like how he says Mr. Fassbender. Like, there's so many things in that lyrically that are. Fassbender sees it and say, oh no. Isn't it so. Isn't it amazing how funny John Daly is? Yes. And it almost yes, feels it like is. it feels like we shouldn't know him. He's so funny. Does anyone really know him? No, we know him. He's no, we best. know him. He's, he's great. He's the best. He's, he's great. Br- he's so explosively funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's got an album coming out next year. Full length. All the hits. One. Doing double threat with you. Well, Julie, you're not going to believe this. Literally, number one, double threat. Really? Yes. Oh, I'm so glad that you and I do it. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. I like it so much. It's the best. It is a good time. It's so, it is so much fun. I look, I've never started an episode. I've never I, I felt worse coming out of one. I always feel just like, like, um, 10 feet until, tall until today, <laughs> until today. <laughs> Honestly, I never felt I never felt any negative feelings about the show until Brett wrote that email to Jerry. You yeah, know, it's fair. He, yeah, until he Can had you just thing read us up. and don't make anything up, Brett. Just please open your email, mm-hmm. type the word Jerry into it, and just read us the first thing that comes up. Please. Yeah, we'll do. I also made a list too uh, while you guys are doing that. We should have Brett write an email to Jerry that he actually has to send to Jerry that we secretly wrote. Oh, that's a really good idea. Should we make him write an email right, right now? now. Yeah. Brett, can you open this? Can you open your... <laughs> I thought I got past it. I was waiting for that before. I was like, who's got to wait Share screen, Brett. Okay. All right. Uh, and I have the way, by the way, I think Brett's list is just going to be merch. He's going to say, the yeah. Fruit Please mug. Yeah. He's exactly. going to say, the Zeppo sucks sweatshirt. <laughs> He's going to say, the Three Amigos... Yeah. This is going to be Sticker. anticlimactic. I don't think there's anything good on here. Let's see. Promo code. I think I asked. Well, him just tell me how you sign it. Is it love? Is it? Uh, so let's write. Let's, we got to write. We got to write one to Jerry that on okay. Monday, Jerry can find out that this was what the email actually was. <laughs> <laughs> like he should just be perplexed. Oh, it pops up. He just writes G and it yeah. pops up. Yeah. Okay. Subject. Hey, Jer. I am not being forced to write this. Hey, Jerry. Subject is not I'm not being forced to write this. No, no, don't say that. Okay. No. Just how about subject header? You you like Hey Jerry? I like Hey Jerry. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> what if wait? I I like it too. I'm just putting this out there. Devil's advocate. What if the subject header is boo with an exclamation point? Okay. Yeah. And then the first line is "Don't be scared, Jerry. It's just me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was all fun and games when it was hackers. Now this is <laughs> yeah. Don't be scared, Jerry. It's just me. This is real life now. All right. Second second line. Ha- happy slash merry, eat etc. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Period. Do you know that M and M's commercial where? 
the M&Ms pass out and they're like, he does exist. And then Santa's like, they do exist. Well, I can't stop eating those goddamn M&Ms. All right. I'm going to need that one more time. And I blame this commercial. (laughs) Do you know that? No, that's a, maybe we shouldn't have him say that, Tom. How about this? Just, just lost my effing shirt. On a ma- on a magic on an Orlando Magic preseason game. <laughs> I thought that might be confusing because Jerry makes shirts. Yeah. Okay. Then no no just lost my effing shirt. In parentheses. No pun intended. Okay. Um, so is he asking him for money? Down down eighteen grand. <laughs> And the effing season hasn't started yet. (laughs) (laughs) And then what if we just end it with, how's your weekend going? Yeah. So how's your weekend going, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) And put your in all caps. Bitch. You got to write bitch now. (laughs) Come Mm -hmm. on. (laughs) he he puts an asterisk where the i is wow what are you the new york times that almost looks looks worse an expletive that can't be printed here should that be it i mean i feel like he should sign off somehow yeah but but i mean this should be the meat of the oh completely so signing off comma bb gun You want to read it back, Brett? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, This is to Jerry. The subject heading is boo. Don't be scared, Jerry. It's just me. Happy, merry, etc. Blah, blah, blah. Just Just lost my effing shirt, no pun intended, on an Orlando Magic preseason game. Down 18 grand, and the effing season hasn't even started yet. So how's your week? <laughs> so how's your weekend going, bitch? Signing off. <laughs> BB gun. Oh. Send, 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 send. Oh, send. send. Damn it. Send, send. I feel like send. I want to. Can I get some something in return for this one? Can is there some like uh, you know like uh, I mean, is, is it, how many more posts could I put on Instagram about Forever Dog? Five. Tom. All right, yeah. Well, this is what I'll this is what I'll promise you, Brett. You write three tweets that are just straight up Forever Dog promotional tweets. I will send them out un uncom- I'm not with no to comment. I, I'm not with no. I'm not no, agreeing I'll, to this. I'll, I'll agree to this. I'll do this. Okay. This is how important this email is to me. Okay. Okay. Does that work for you, Brett? How about? How about how about two and I t- and I get to take off bitch. Sure. Okay. All right. You really really hung up. Yeah, he didn't How's like. You? Okay, that's fine. Okay, great. That's fine. Yeah. Can we just say going instead of going? So going yeah. with an apostrophe. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay. <laughs> all right. So two forever dog tweets and okay. All right. All right. 
We'll make good on it. We'll do it right now. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. (laughs) There it is. You want to read your list and change everything that has to do with liking us? (laughs) Yeah. What's your list for 2020, Brett? (laughs) Just us watching us suffer. In all honesty, I mean, my number one was also doing Double Threat. uh, But... I was gonna say specifically rec- the just the recording it the whole re- just being in uh, these Saturdays have been have been absolute joy. Um, this is actually a Friday, but you know normally Saturdays have been yeah. Oh been, shit, we gotta great. write a new email to Jerry because we said weekend. I think it's Friday though. Okay, it kind of fair we enough. Can fair consider enough. It. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, Brett's already in hell with this. <laughs> It'll be fine, Brett. Hey, Here's it my, hasn't, here's it hasn't my even like fully kind of dawned on me yet what here's just happened. The, no, but here's it's gonna... the thing. He's going to be so excited to hear from you. I promise you. I promise you. Jerry's going to be excited to hear from you. Yeah. <laughs> what if, Tom, what if you and I just sign off right now? Yeah. We just end the show right now. <laughs> and we just leave him. <laughs> Poor Brett. We're here it's for you, Christmas Brett. Pre- it's our Christmas present to Brett. The <laughs> severing of the tea public relationship. Not even the severing. It's just weird from now on. Like, it's just, it's strained. Has he written back yet? No. Because, I mean, even after he finds out, there will still have been these three days where he didn't know, which will have, <laughs> which will always, there will always be that, those three days in his mind. <laughs> Maybe I should write Jerry something. Now I feel bad. Yeah. Should I write him something? That's fine. I'll, no. I'll, well, yeah. Oh, you know. Okay. We'll see how this we'll goes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? Girl, <laughs> I heard you're getting married. Heard you. One time I did that at karaoke and yeah. um, <clears throat> the song, uh, 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 the worst that can happen by uh, what's his name again? It's, uh, it's something in the Brooklyn Bridge. It's uh, oh my. I don't know that one. But it's the worst that could happen. Can you play the song, Brett? Please, Johnny Maestro. Johnny Maestro and the Brooklyn Bridge. That seems like a made-up name, doesn't it? It sounds like oh, a no, Andy I would say that's, Kaufman. I'd say that's it's like the an Andy Kaufman character. <laughs> like, Do you think sexy. his name was really Johnny Maestro? No, I'm just saying, like, even as an act, it's just too silly. I feel oh, like yeah. it's, don't you feel like that's an oh, Andy it's, Kaufman it, bit? It's He's so, like, it's, I'm, <laughs> call me Andy Maestro. It's so on the nose, ridiculous. But I did this song at karaoke and a woman came up. Her Wait, what happened? A woman what? Then this is the end. This guy, someone that makes you feel so safe, so sane, and so secure. And baby. All right, you can pot it down, Brad. Well, I, I'll um, tell you what I would do is wh- I wouldn't jump off that Brooklyn Bridge. 
A woman came I, up she, at, to me afterwards. This older woman came yeah. up. She's like, yeah. She's like, I know Johnny Maestro, and that's <laughs> and your version of that was one of the best versions I've ever heard. I was. Oh so, my god, yeah. that's amazing! Yeah. I was so touched. And you were like, you were like, open your email, <laughs> write the word "boo" in the subject header. Yeah, I was like, oh, you like me? <laughs> email oh, Johnny you're being, Maestro. You're being nice to me. Let me make you write a mean email now. That's what that I do. Mean. That's. But you know what we did, Julie? What we just did? We just did what mm. Brett said. Oh, it means they like you. It means they like you. Brett, it means we like you. Oh, well, did thank you. Did you write back yet? <laughs> Not yet, which is just the, the anticipation. From the, the anticipation tea, here is, is from the really... T public lawyer. Ah, it's like dating again where you're like, should I have texted that? Please do not contact Jerry. <laughs> Consider this a formal warning. So, Brayette, do you have any any clips for us? Any fun things you want us to check out? Yeah, yeah, we got some fun stuff here. Um, uh, this might actually be fun. We we just got a just this second got a really good merch submission. Maybe I could show show you this to you guys on air, and you could make a call on this if this is uh, merch store worthy. I think but we want to hear the rest of your list too, Brett. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. yeah. So we want to hear Brett's list up. too. Yeah. Well, real quick, here is uh, this is a design for uh, our uh, uh, for Tootsko. You remember Tootsko? Yes. Or Tootski? Is it Toot? What was it? uh, Well, it's mixing up uh, Tootsie and and Mm. Tuco. So we came up with Tootsie and Tuco. Right, right, right. Yes, of course, of course. Yes. So here is a here is a Tootsko. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's make that should be a shirt. Holding a bag of meth. He's holding a bag of blue meth. All hey, right. Could you zoom um, in, please? He did it. Who did that one? This is uh let's see. This is a uh, Chris. 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 This is, he, truly is a home run, Chris. Disturbing. Wait, was he holding something besides a bag of meth? Is he's that got a, like a knife, knife or something? He's got his classic uh, signature Tuco knife, and then he's got a bag of meth here. <laughs> Should it be a pizza, like one of those circle circular pizza knives instead? Because you saw it. No, that's too inside. It's too in. It's like too much. Like Vulture's I, like, we we want to retract our recommendation for yes. this, this podcast. Oh, no, you being- guys were, yeah, you guys were number 11. Don't worry. You guys were uh-huh. right below the right below the line. Sorry. One away. I have to say, like- Tootsko kind of looks like Mickey Dolan's from a distance. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. So look out for uh, Tootsko, Broadway Stinkers, and other designs coming soon to the T Public store. Yeah. Right. Finally, well, uh, maybe it might not be T Public anymore after this email, but there will Anything be some some merchandiser. Did he write back? Uh, no response at the moment. <laughs> next next week's episode starts with Brett saying, "Like, uh, can I just have the floor for a second? I want to." Uh, just say that T Public is an outstanding company, and Jerry is an outstanding uh, businessman, and I respect him as a friend and as a professional. And I would sincerely like to apologize for any <laughs> thing that might have been hurtful. Maybe there should be a T. Maybe a shirt. We should have a shirt that just is, says, "I'm sorry, Jerry." I was we gonna. Should, I was actually. Should, li- you read yeah. my mind. I feel like. 
Sometimes I feel like you're talking, but I'm talking because uh-huh. I'm thinking it. Oh, I know that feeling, but it maybe yeah. it should be like a, what if we put Brett's, Brett's email should be a shirt. <laughs> just, just the email to Jerry should be a shirt. <laughs> a screenshot of the Gmail, a, like a screenshot yeah. of the Gmail. Mm-hmm. It should be, that should be its own shirt. It's just Brett's email yeah. to Jerry. Yeah. Probably. I'm also realizing I can't claim that I accidentally sent it to the wrong person because it begins, don't be scared, Jerry. It's just me. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been running through my in my head through all the possible Your explanations alibis. I can provide. Yeah. And yeah. literally none of them work. This is just, this is, there's, I'm just going to have to, yeah, I'm just going to have to ride this one out. I there's think. nothing God gives you that you can't handle, Brett. Yeah, Brett, you're too blessed to be stressed. Mm-hmm. And stress is just dessert spelled backwards, Brett. And pressure is just pressure just moves water through pipes, Brett. And pressure makes diamonds. And, and pipes, something. This is all making me feel better. Uh, you want you want to hear my list real quick of the great things that? Yes, of, please. Yeah, please. Okay, all right, real quick here. I just did five. Um, so this is a uh, first first uh, number five on my list is a uh, campfire in a tin. Uh, campfire in a tin is like a it's a little uh, it comes in a tin and you burn it and it burns like a campfire and it sounds like a campfire. Uh, I've been burning that out on the on the, on the back porch. Uh, it's been really nice. Um, Does it? You have to do it outside. I imagine you have to do it outside. Like yeah, it, it, it creates. In my apartment. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it creates a lot, a uh, fair amount of uh, you know campfire kind of smoke. So you got to do it outside. You get that super up there trying to put out the campfire in a tin. He'll pour the <laughs> you champagne mean, you mean on Al? it. Al, my my yeah. handyman Al. Al pop another bottle of champagne to put out the fire. I hung out with Al this weekend. How is he? He's great. He's my only friend. <laughs> you were, you were, you said that so excitedly. I, I, I'm lucky to have one. Oh, I it's agree. Strange time. Yeah. Uh, number four for me uh, is the television show Lovejoy, starring Ian McShane. Mm. I don't know if you guys know this show Ooh, or not. What's that? I, I discovered it during quarantine. He's from and it Deadwood, was the, right? Yes. Yeah, and this, this is a young okay. Ian McShane. It was the perfect quarantine discovery for me because it's you know they got tons of seasons. And he plays a an antiques dealer who rides around and solves mysteries that have to do with like antiques going missing and stuff. It's oh like it's so God, that sounds terrific. Oh, it's it and it's so like dumb and fun and they kinda like, you know, don't take it too seriously. It was it soothing. was yeah, it was very soothing. It was like my uh, go to uh quarantine show. Uh, so I what, love that he was on a gentle detective show because he was like such a monster on Deadwood, I right? Know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Very, Those are good. He's very I'm looking, fun at it. I'm looking yeah. this up right now. There's a character named Tinker Dill. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and there's Lady Jane Felsham. Yeah, uh, uh, she's like a local aristocrat who has like an eye for 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 because Lovejoy is <laughs> sort of like he's got this he's got this huge alimony payment he can't get out from under and he like doesn't make enough money with antiques. He's always like okay, you know, he's always short on cash, but he tries to do his best. And then there's this like kind of a upper class lady in the town who like you know they they develop this sort of Sam and Diane, will they, won't they thing? And it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a hell of a show. So an episode of, of Lovejoy is what? That uh, there's a counter, like a cuckoo clock gets stolen or something? Yeah, like he a- He has to a, like a, decide how much it's worth or something? 
Yeah. So there's all this stuff about like, is it authentic or not? You know, and like, there's all these, so, so, you know, sometimes there'll be a really uh, rare antique that'll go missing. And then he has to kind of unpack, you know, how, who stole it and, and to what end and then get it back. And, and he's a little bit of a, you know, he's a little bit of a cat. He breaks the rules. He bends the rules, you know, so he's, uh, he's kind of a bad boy and uh, it's a great show. Yeah. So he's the bad boy of the antiques. Uh, That's right. Community mm-hmm. of like the West Midlands antique community. In, sure. In oh, fabulous. That sounds great. Fabulous. So check out Lovejoy. And, yeah. Uh, I got and then also one day sh- Brett wakes up and the cats have run away and they're like, we can't, we can't do it anymore. <laughs> can't do it anymore. It's like <laughs> British stuff, antiques, detective, like enough, enough, enough. Also, why don't you leave the house anymore? We hate you. Yeah. What happened to this whole you leave us alone <laughs> thing? Like all cats yeah. are wondering that. Oh my God. Cats are like having a emergency Zoom while we sleep. Yeah. Cats are like, uh, you being at home all the time, not on my, my 2020, 2020 bingo, bingo card. card. And meanwhile, the dogs are like, bingo. Yeah. Dogs are like, every day is bingo. So what else is on your list, Brad? Uh, so speaking of dogs, number three here, I have, um, my neighbor's dog is num- my number three. Oh. And the reason for that is we, uh, uh, you know, we have a dog, Juno, uh, but uh, she was always, since she's been in LA, kind of isolated. Uh, but we moved in next door to somebody who also has a dog. And so now the two dogs, uh, Juno and Papa, that's the neighbor's dog is Papa. Juno and Papa are just best friends, hanging out all the time. Awesome. It's the best. It is truly Papa. the best. It's great. Yeah. I love it when they call me Big Papa. Who's the alpha or is there not really... Juno is definitely the alpha. Papa, can you hear me? Really? Papa, Papa, can you lick me? Papa, can you sniff my butt? Uh, Juno's the alpha. She she boss. Jun- is it she? Yeah, she. Yeah, she's much older. Papa was like a puppy when we moved in, and Juno is is a uh, senior dog. So puppy uh, Papa. Cute. Tom Papa. What if it's Tom Papa with like a? <laughs> He's the marriage ref. Yeah. What if it's the, what if Brett doesn't realize that that dog. It's just Tom Papa on all fours with two floppy ears on. Or he's reincarnated, on. even though he's not dead. Yeah. He's like stuck in this dog. Stuck in a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and you're too flame. Tom Papa is my whole name. <laughs> bon Jovi's what back. What else, Brett? I'm oh, sorry. After the bon head Jovi's trauma. Back. And he's not making any sense. <laughs> he got hit in the head with a two by four, but he's Bajo- back. Bajo, he got hit in the head by a two by four, and he's <laughs> and he's back. But he's back. Well, how did it start again? That version. I don't. Oh, I don't. Trapped in a dog. Or something? <laughs> yeah, trapped in a dog. <laughs> it's like Tom Papa is live and like Bon Jovi's on stage. Hey everybody! I think you might know this one. Trapped in a dog. It's about it. It's about it. This next one's about how to dump. You guys know the comedian Tom Papa. <laughs> well, this next song I wrote in 1985 about how he's. He was stuck in the. He was stuck in this dog. He's stuck inside it. He got reincarnated before he died. And <laughs> was trapped inside this dog. <laughs> then the whole first row gets up and leaves. Yeah, the rest of the band is like looking at Bon Jovi. It's like it's like it's like Nashville when she's talking about like the. Yeah. And then my 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 mother would take me for the radio contest, and we 
do the songs, and I I love singing those songs. Come on, Bobby Jean, let's go, Bobby. We gotta come on, Bon Jovi. Let's get you off stage. The same guy comes out like the manager. I thought you were. I thought you were gonna say like the end. Like keep singing, Bon Jovi. Keep singing. Yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. So what else is that? Your list, Brett? You have one more. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got one more, which is of course recording double thread every oh, every hey! weekend. It's the best. Truly the best. Yes, it is. Now, Brett, will you have a clip for us? I feel like we've done a pretty fun full show, but let's let's do a clip. Yeah, I got a closing clip for you here. This is um uh we got some um some holiday related submissions from listeners. Thanks for and also a big thank you to our listeners this year sending in stuff every, every week. Um you guys truly send in some incredible incredible finds. And even even to people who didn't get their stuff on, believe me, I enjoy every single thing you send in. Um, so it, it gets watched, it gets enjoyed and, and we try to get as much as possible on the show, but thank you so much for doing that. Um, and this is a, um, a what's the worst thing you've ever been sent <laughs> now? That's all I can think of. Okay. You're being yeah. so, you're being so kind where you're like, I is love each and every one like of them. Porn, porny or like gross or upsetting or like. Now people have been pretty good about that. There, there is like there is a holy grail one that I keep trying to figure out how to get on and how to do. And it, it was literally the f- my favorite thing anyone has sent me all year. I've watched it. I shared it with like everybody else at Forever Dog. We've all watched it like a hundred times. I'm obsessed with it. But it's very. I don't know how to do it on the show because it's it's like purely visual. There's no way well, of what, like sure. Okay. We can't narrate well, now it. I need to know what it I'll is. tell you what it is, and you guys tell me if there's a way to get. So the video is okay. called uh, Sliders of the Night. And it is this group of it's this, these guys that perform at Knott's Berry Farm every year for Halloween. Knott's Berry Farm is like Ooh. down the road from Disney in, in, in Orange County. And it's like a it's like a down, all the way down the road. Like, <laughs> yeah, and they, they do a in thing called of, Not yeah. Scary, Not Farm. Scary Farm. Yeah. And, and Elvira has a show and. And part of the uh, part of not, not scary farm is these sliders. And what they do is they wear, they all come out. It's called sliders of the night. They all come out and in, in ghoulish outfits and everything. And they're all pumping up the crowd. And it's like, what is sliders of the night? What's going to happen? And then what they do is they have like metal uh, uh, knee pads on and they just run and they slide across the pavement. Um, and they do this for like 20 minutes. They're just like sliding, 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 well, sliding. Brad, I think we need to see sliders okay. of the night okay. right now. <laughs> Your, the Holy Grail has now arrived, yeah. and the fact that this is something for the entire year that you have not been able to figure out how to get on the show I've been sitting on is it. how this gets on the show. Yes. I'm so excited. What a better way. There's no better way to end the year than to get Brett's, the clip Brett's been trying to get on all, all year. Okay, so it's a little gathering, a little cleared off kind of work area. Not work area, like a little performance area, and crowds are around, and there, these guys are dressed as clown, little scary clowns. What is this silliness? And these guys are sliding down, and sparks fly off the. Oh my god! <laughs> that is. They're like look. They're, they're like clown monsters strutting and looking at them menacingly. Yeah, they're like menacing evil clowns. One guy has boohoo written across his butt. And now he's running, and he just slid, and it's the sparks fly off, and they're just really going for like. Oh, that 10 guy feet. in the like vest who you wouldn't think would be part of it is taking part of it. Yeah, no, this is this is insane. It's just getting started too. Yeah. 
can you jump what forward? What do you mean it's just getting started? Okay, now they now they all just slid at the same time. Now one guy just slid. Oh my god, this is hypnotic. They're just <laughs> sliding. These clowns. <laughs> these evil clowns. And the sparks fly. Now four of them running at once, and they just slid 20 feet. Man. Now they're moving in, mo- and they're in unison. They're rocking back and forth. They're rocking back and forth. Now you're waiting. Yeah. yeah. At this point, I'd be like, you guys going to slide again or what? And then they just jumped up like they heard me, and they're like, yeah, we're about to slide. Now they're sliding. Because they have it on their hands also. Their hands, sparks shoot off Are, their is hands. This, is this even for an... I don't understand why an audience has to be there. Because they would be doing this just anyway. This is like inviting people to watch your parking lot shenanigans. Yeah. You want to well, watch I us like, get drunk tonight? Yeah, we're going to do some of the sliding. If you want to come slide, we're going to be in the uh, Target parking lot. Should we get all the sliders of the night on the show as guests? I would love that nothing more. There's also, I found, there's actually a sliders documentary on Amazon Prime. You can oh, my God. Yeah, oh, my all God. Have you watched it? All about the process. I watched it, yeah. It's all about the process of becoming a slider. Uh, and, like, there's a whole code of, you know, code they live by. And, like, there's a whole, like, wow process. And, like, yeah, well, it's, it's pretty amazing. Oh, I, I love it. I think we it. need to go deeper into slider culture. I'm watching that documentary tonight. All right, what is what is the clip that we have? I got a good one to go out on. This is for the for the holidays here, um, and uh, pulls on some stuff we've done this year. This was uh, uh, sent to us. Uh, actually, a couple people sent this to us. Uh, Jacob, Josh, and Adam all sent this to us separately. Um, the um, the uh, Crypt Keeper did a uh, holiday album uh, a while back. I think this was in the nineties. Uh, uh, Crypt Keeper sings holiday songs. And uh, this one I'm going to play for you is called The 12 Days of Cryptmas. Oh, Jesus. The 12 Days of Cryptmas. Oh, no, I, I got it. I got it. Say it one more time, though. Uh, this is The 12 Days of Cryptmas is the... Uh, is, what, is, is what, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I just, I need to hear it one more time. I, I, it's a, a 12 Days of Cryptmas. Okay. <laughs> I feel like Letterman. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm making you repeat your Paul, and I'm like, "What yeah. is that, Paul?" Yeah. Here we no go. No one's enjoying it except for Letterman. Okay, yes, I'm ready. You know, kitties, I think Ugh. this is going to be the beast holiday season ever. And you beast. know what will make it even more special? Getting the little gift I've been dreaming of, or better yet, getting a whole bunch of them. On the first day of crypt, Miss Mykuma gave to me a trip to the mortuary. Could you pause it, please? Please pause. Please pause it. I just have to say, at first I was like, wow, like he's pretty, like his pitch is good. And then he went down an entire octave because he couldn't, he chose the wrong key. On this first day of crypt, Miss Mykuma gave to me a trip to the mortuary. I think it's so confusing how he like if I were learning English Mm -hmm. 
I would be so upset because I'd think, I don't know anything. I have to like, and they'd be like, no, 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 you know. And you're like, but what would maggot much better? Oh, then you look just... in your phrase book and. So the trip to the mortuary is the first Oh, did, Garrett, did, did Jerry write back? I thought I forgot. I forgot. I was still sharing. No, he hasn't. He hasn't written back yet. Oh, God damn it! I have also don't, resisted don't sending any any follow ups. So uh, just you know, okay. I'm, I'm playing this. Okay, you know, you can write as many follow ups as you want when we're now, done. Now, what happens on the second day of Cryptmas? A trip to the mortuary on the second day of Cryptmas. My ghoul love gave to me two murderous shoves and a trip to the mortuary. To what? On the third day of I think it's murderous shoves, like like a shove with oh. murderous intent. Murderous I it shoves. Was sh- shelves. That's what I thought. I thought he got two nice wooden shelves. Well, yeah, not a bad gift. Murderous shoves. Well, Julie, the best part of the twelve days of Christmas is we will have so many more chances to hear what that second day was. <laughs> We're listening to this to the end, just so you guys yes. know. Okay, here we go. <laughs> the bitter end. Three lethal blows, two murderous shoves, and a trip to the mortuary. On the fourth day of Christmas, Michael Love gave to me 4,000 volts. Three lethal blows, two murderous <laughs> shoves, and a trip to the mortuary. Do you think there was someone directing him in the booth that's like, this one you should shout like you're being electrocuted. Four thousand volts. Three murderous shoves. I thought it was two murderous shoves. Three. Oh. I, I don't know. It's just, Something else uh, about electricity. Three lethal blows and lethal, lethal blows. Yeah. Three lethal blows. Two murderous shoves. Yeah. I'd like my check now, please. No. Yeah. How about no? I'm not no. For that. How about you could about, have done a second draft you, on how that? About how about you write me an apology letter and then we'll yeah. talk about me not stripping your car. So, yeah, I can only, what do you think? Cause it's going to be five. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. So I would like, say like five, like, Hmm. Like five hammer or, blows, like hammer. Well, he already said blows. So I was just thinking like yeah, rotting five. flesh or something like, like, um, Eye sockets. But it seems like they're all aggressive. It's just going to be like five. Um, Like a punching face. I don't know. Yeah, five. Let's see. Five stabbing. Okay. Day of Christmas, my cool love gave to me five mortal wounds. Four thousand. I did not have that on my... 12 days of Cryptomus bingo card. So five it was, five mortal wounds. Oh, I thought it was ghouls. I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't know. Five mortal wounds. How could you kill someone five times? Only one of them is more. Anyway. Okay. On the sixth day of Cryptomus, my cool love gave to me six fiends disemboweling five mortal wounds. Six, sorry, 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 sorry. Six what disemboweling? Tom, Thomas, Thomas keeled over. I just wish that he, what I would get for Christmas is somebody would chop my ears <laughs> off or take, take my headphones away from me or anything to make it so I don't have to hear. There's how many more left? 
I hate how corny he is with the performances too. And that's my compromise yeah. us getting this guy on the show down the road. Yeah. But I'm willing. And just so you're, and everyone Five listening, just so you know, Brett <laughs> paid to communicate with this goddamn crypt keeper on Cameo, and the and the guy wrote back and said no. So he paid to, for this guy to reject us. I know. Yeah. He, he actually told me uh, my reps have already been in touch with you, and they, in fact, had not already been in touch with me. Um, my so. reps. Yeah, his reps. Six, six imaginary reps. Yeah. <laughs> Brett, Brett basically did the equivalent of buying a plane ticket to go shop at the airport bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, boy, I really like that Hudson News uh, over at Terminal can I C. Come, can I go on the plane? <laughs> no. Four thousand bucks, three lethal blows, two murdery shoves, and a trip to the mortuary. What's next? Miss my ghoul love gave to me seven werewolves howling, six fiends disemboweling, five mortal wounds. So, sorry, what's disemboweling? Four. Also, werewolves. We're in the cornball, like I know this Hollywood monsters territory. You're getting chopped up, and then now a werewolf shows up and just howls. They're howling. So tame. Ooh, you I'm got four thousand volts. Three mur- three lethal blows, two murderous shoves, and, and a trip to the mortuary. Men. Yeah. Eight Frankenstein's. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> on the eighth Two day mummies, of- <laughs> one booberry. <laughs> booberry. And a scary goes with a sheet and two eyes poked out of it. Four thousand balls, three lethal blows, two murderous shoves, and a trip to the mortuary. On the eighth day of crypt, Miss Michael Love gave to me eight manglers mangling, seven werewolves howling, six feet. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. Did he say Mangala's no, mangling? No, ma- ma- Mangler's mangling. He didn't say Joseph okay, Mangala. I, okay. All I'm saying is Dr. Mangala did some really fucked up shit. And I thought he said Mangala's mangling. I think he said Mangler's mangling. Well, all I want to know, all Don't I want to say about s- that. You, you get more chances to hear it again. No, Julie, I know. I'm just saying heightening, heightening wise. You don't want to go from werewolves to mangalus mangling. Yeah. No, he's That's all. He didn't exactly pace this one out correctly. Mm hmm. Five mortal wounds. Four thousand about three lethal blows, two murderous shoves and a trip to the mortuary. Strangling, eight mangles mangling, seven werewolves howling, six fiends disemboweling, five mortal wounds. You hear him taking a breath, Tom? You could have sweetened him and with auto tune on that shoves, he was flat. Heads kerplopping. Please, please hit pause. I'm begging he you. Sounds like kerplopping. Sounds like what's his name from the Mad Magazine? Ten uh, heads like kerplopping. Dave. Dave Berg. No, the, Dave, what was the character's oh, name again? Kaputnik? Robert Kaputnik. Yeah. Robert Kaputnik. Roger Kaputnik. Roger Kaputnik. Ten heads kerplopping. Nine stranglers strangling, eight manglers mangling, seven werewolves howling, six 
What was the six, Brett? Uh, oh boy. I guess Five. we'll have to... good. Yeah. Tom, you're good at that memory test, that man woman camera thing. Four thousand votes. Three. Three lethal, mortal no, five wounds, lethal, two. four, five mortal wounds, 4,000 volts, three lethal three, blows, three lethal blows, two, two murderous shoves, shoves, and a, and trip, a trip to, to the, the mortuary. mortuary. All right, on the 11th day, three lethal blows, two, shoves, two murderous shoves, and a trip to the Choppers chopping, ten heads kaplopping, nine stranglers strangling, eight manglers mangling, seven werewolves howling, six fiends disemboweling, five mortal wounds. I don't like how he's making a whole thing about being tired about doing this list because we didn't ask him to. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like he's making a whole thing about how hard this is for him. We never asked him to sing it. Yeah. Look. This clip's been up for 11 years and it has 82,000 views. <laughs> also, I think that says cover, all we need is, to know. Is he, is he beckoning you? Can we see what a negative response is after? Let's, let's get to the end of it. Let's, let's get to the end. On a trip to the On the 12th day of Christmas, Michael Love gave to me. Axemen lopping, eleven choppers chopping, ten heads cutting, nine strangling, eight manglers mangling, seven werewolves howling, sixteen's disemboweling, five mortal wounds, four thousand fog, three lethal blows, two murderous shoves, and a trip to the mortuary. <laughs> I don't deserve all this happiness. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's that was me. That final one was my, me. My reps, my reps have been in touch. That's the last thing he said. My reps have been in touch. <laughs> How much were you paying for those conversations with this guy to come on the show? Oh God, I think I had to pay. Dollars. Uh, I know. I think I had more? to pay like four ninety nine per per okay. like per text bubble. Five bucks per message. Per message, yeah. And yeah. how many well, were there? I sent two. The second one was a okay, mistake. Okay, so ten bucks. Yeah. All well, right. here's what here's, here's what we should do now. It's Buy off season. He's off season now. Cause right? here. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Do you count Christmas? That's true. Well, then maybe we wait to February when he's truly out of his. Uh, it's a, definitely a buyer's market come February for Casir to get the Crypt Keeper on the show. We should charge yeah. him to come on. So, Brett, please mark that down for February. We're going to have Kassir on, and he's going to pay us to be pay on the us. show. Well, first, he'll pay us back. Yes. He's not allowed to say word one until he so hands he you $10. $10. Venmo's you $10. My people informed me about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I'm quite busy. <laughs> My reps told you no already. What's your problem? <laughs> Thirsty much? That'll well, be $5. $5, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, we got another. It's Christmas. Christmas is here. 
we wish you all the happiest Christmas possible. Yeah, and this will this will actually be our last uh, last uh, recorded recorded episode for for the year. But but next week, uh, uh, check Twitter and the socials because uh, uh, we're going to do a listener poll, and then next week we're going to play uh, your your favorite segments from the year. Uh, so like a best of double threat episode next week. Uh, but this will be yeah, this will be the last last recorded episode of twenty twenty. Happy Christmas. Happy Crip, happy Cripness. Do you want to check your email one more time, Brett, or has he not written uh, back? Yeah, I'm, I'm checking it right now, and he has not written back. <laughs> oh, no. Tom, do you feel bad? I feel bad. No, no I, I feel nothing other than... because I'm a woman? I'm a woman, and I feel guilty for no, everything? No, not at all. No. I, I just feel like... Because I'm a woman. Look, no one should feel I bad f- for this. This is this is the game. This is... this is uh, You, you step I, into the double threat arena every week. You got to be willing to send Jerry so. uh, yeah, an email. You know, step into the octagon. Don't step into the octagon unless you're ready to get thumped. Well, that's how it is on double threat. And I say this, this is 2021 is going to be a good year for double threat, baby. We'll be here with you and we like you and you like us. And thank you for listening and follow us on social media and please buy merch or else Brett is going to be really mad at us. Yes. And I'm going to say the, the shirt I want everyone to buy is the upcoming shirt that features literally Brett's email. Brett's, Brett's unanswered email. Yes. Yes. If it if it does go answered, we'll put that on the back. Yeah, we can we, we can do that. Yeah, and T, T Public has that has that ability. So we'll do a front love back. It. That should be. All right. Well, that's what it'll be. But thanks everybody that's- for a great year on the show and we are so thrilled that you enjoy the show and we're just getting More started. More to come. There's so much more to come, and we appreciate it. And thank you, Julie, and thank you, Brett. And thank you, India. Remember? I do. Okay. Oh, yeah, well. How about getting off of these antibiotics? Imagine (laughs) she did. Imagine she puts the album out, biggest album ever, and then here's the follow-up, first song off of it. How mm-hmm. about getting off of these antibiotics? <laughs> People are like, what? Is and then that the next be? album is like, I really gotta get back on antibiotics. <laughs> this infection has spread to the extent <laughs> of sepsis. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.